there, and welcome to No Secrets Added, a podcast where we share the impacts of the clean beauty industry. I'm Georgie. And I'm Joan. And we are clean beauty advocates with Beauty Counter, motivated to tell you our story of being the leaders in clean. Together, we'll learn that through our efforts of safety, sustainability, responsible sourcing, advocacy, and efficacy, you'll find there really are no secrets added. Today, we are so excited to welcome Maria Bob to the podcast. Hi, Uh, ladies. Hello, hello, Maria. Let me introduce you. Um, She is a FDNP in training, wellness coach, and certified hair tissue mineral analysis coach with Omni Wellness. She helps women and families get to the root cause of their symptoms and elevate their wellness by addressing mineral imbalances and toxicity and optimizing a holistic lifestyle through education and support. Maria lives in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are all jealous uh, with her family and enjoys all things wellness, being in nature, incredible meals with family and friends and connecting with people to their um, connecting people with their intuitive ability to heal their bodies and maximize their overall well-being. Maria is a great friend of me and Georgie's as well, and she has a wealth of knowledge. So we are so excited to get to interview her. Welcome, Maria. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me on this podcast. It's one of my favorites. So I'm really excited. (laughs) Also, just to see you guys. It's been a while. I know. I feel like it's been a whirlwind. So it's so fun to reconnect with all you guys after in the new year. Um, Across three time zones too. I know. Can you believe we all found a time? It's kind of amazing in and of itself. Um, Maria, can to kick things off, can you talk to us a little bit about what a certified functional diagnostic I said that right. Yeah. Diagnostic nutrition practitioner is, it is a mouthful and I think a lot to break down and I'm sure our listeners are dying to know. Yeah. So an FDNP for short is a wellness practitioner that uses functional labs within a proven framework um, to create an individualized data-driven protocol for our clients. Um, And when we do that, we're taking the guesswork out of wellness plans and really address the root cause of any given issue within the body. And we're just on a pursuit of finding healing opportunities by identifying causes and applying wellness principles with our clients as a collaboration for wellness. When you say functional, um, like functional labs, what is a functional lab? (laughs) A functional lab is a lab that's looking specifically at different systems within the body. So to give you an example, um, one of the diagnostic tests that we frequently run on clients would be a GI map. And a GI map tells us about what's going on inside the gut um, in terms of imbalance or overgrowth of different types of bacteria, also tells us about the health of gut lining and things like that. So functional tests really look at um, specific systems within the body Uh, relating to overall systemic function that give us just pinpointed data for root cause of what potentially could be going on. Um, Or if you are just a really healthy person who wants to optimize your well-being, it just gives you a really clear picture of what's going on in the body on a cellular level. Cool. Interesting. And we're we're probably going to, we go off script a lot. We ask a lot of questions, (laughs) Um, but I want to ask because I'm curious now, it's not an invasive test, right? Like how does the testing actually work? So um, I am still, like we said, I'm in training with FDNP. So for some of the tests I have not yet done or experienced myself, I can tell you the tests that I have had done have been relatively minimally invasive 
um, you send us like, for example, a GI map, you're sending a stool sample from your home to the lab okay. Okay. Um, with mineral testing. It is extremely invasive. You're sending a hair sample to the lab. The lab is sending the results to us. So generally speaking, um, they are non-invasive tests. There is of course blood work and things and other functional labs that people get run that have to be done within a laboratory setting, but a lot of them are remote. You can do them from home and just send them into the lab. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I'm sure this all comes from a background uh, yourself, Maria. So we'd love to hear about your health journey and what led you to Omni Wellness. Yeah, it's so funny. A lot of people who are wellness practitioners or FDNs have started um, because we were clients, because we were people who were not feeling well and trying to find ways to amplify our health that we were not finding support in the Western paradigm. So for me, that really rings true. Um, postpartum after having my son, I just wasn't feeling well. And I had blood work run. I had thyroid panels run. My symptoms were ranging from anxiety, insomnia, digestive issues, low libido. I had about 25 to 30 pounds of baby weight that no matter how well I ate or how often I moved my body was just not coming off despite exclusively breastfeeding. Um, I had a copper IUD inserted after having my son at the recommendation of my obstetrician because it's non-hormonal. Um, I do not do well with hormonal birth control as many women um, will tell you it is detrimental for the system and depletes a lot of key minerals um, and can cause a lot of issues within our bodies hormonally. And yeah. so the copper IUD was kind of like a, you know, it's non-hormonal, you're not gonna have any symptoms or side effects. And that could not have been further from the truth for me. Um, it caused acute toxicity. I was experiencing vertigo, like waking in the middle of the night with the room spinning, um, which is terrifying when you have a three month old. Um, there was one day that I had to throw him where I thought the bed was because I stood up and the room started spinning. And that was the first time that had happened. It was usually when I was laying down and I got that IUD removed. Um, and within a week, those symptoms started to subside and the color wow. came back to my face. Um, I was instructed by my obstetrician. She said, I think you may have a little bit of postpartum going on. I want you to see a therapist. And I knew in my heart of hearts, like I knew in my soul, I was not suffering from postpartum. I was probably had already some copper toxicity and then having this piece of copper inserted into my uterus mm -hmm. pushed me over the edge. And I think that's where we really, when we're talking about overall toxicity, it's the, it's the accumulation of toxins in the system. It's not any one thing that causes an issue. It's years and years of buildup and a body out of balance that cannot process these things is going to start seeing symptoms. So that's how I started on this journey. Um, Victoria, who is the founder of Omni Wellness, um, I actually uh, met her through Instagram um, because a friend of mine was doing a parasite cleanse with her. And I, that's something that I was very interested in. I thought, you know, I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall, trying to figure out what's going on with my body. Mm -hmm. And Victoria said, you know, the first thing I do with all of my clients is run a hair tissue mineral test. I want to see on a cellular level, what your body is doing on a micronutrient level and the, the function of your cells. So we ran the HTMA and 
we identified the copper toxicity, which for me was a huge relief because I had years of doctors telling me I was fine. I was, this was normal. Um, there was nothing in my labs. Let's try an elimination diet. All of these things that just did not resonate with me. And when we ran that mineral test, my entire life changed. And so from that, this passion was born for wanting to connect people to their true health and to create these opportunities to bring people back to their intuitive knowledge about their bodies. And by, but looking at data to do so, you know, we're not just like, mm -hmm. we're not just shooting Cutting in the out dark dairy here. and seeing what happens. Like, I feel exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, you know, <laughs> a lot of, in, a lot of what's in the Western paradigm right now, and don't get me wrong, there is a time and a place for Western medicine and for medications. But when we're talking about day-to-day -day symptoms, a lot of times you can go back to mineral imbalance. You can go back to nervous system dysregulation. And when we're really treating the body as a, an overall system, and we're looking at the person as a whole and not just symptom treating, that's where you see the best results. Definitely. And, um, I think we're seeing a huge trend towards that now with people are, you know, starting to pay attention, um, to exactly what you're saying, you know, intuitively how they feel and what, what, can, what they can personally do to take charge of their health, uh, which brings us to our yeah. next question, um, which is, I know this is, you know, a generalization and especially in science and medicine, we don't like to use vast generalizations, but bear with us here. What is the most common nutri uh, nutritional deficiency that you're seeing these days at Omni Wellness? Have you seen a general trend in our day and age? So yes. And, and I, this is kind of a two-part answer because while we do see, um, key mineral depletion for specific minerals, what we are overwhelmingly seeing more than that is chronic stress and what chronic stress does to our bodies and the way that chronic stress depletes minerals. The reason that I say this is a two-part question is because when one mineral is out of balance, you have many minerals out of balance. And that's because minerals have working relationships with one another. So yes, people are generally potassium deficient. The reason is we need 4,500 milligrams of potassium every single day. And to give some reference for anyone listening, a banana has 400 milligrams. So you would need to eat 10 bananas a day to get your <laughs> daily recommended amount of potassium. And potassium is yeah, a really a important <laughs> mineral for the body. Um, same thing with magnesium and magnesium is a mineral that is really easily depleted, um, when there is stress and when there is inflammation and just as a society that we're seeing one in three adults with, uh, with some kind of metabolic syndrome, inflammation and chronic stress are rampant. And so when we're, when we're talking about mineral deficiency, we also need to look at lifestyle and we need to look at why those minerals are being depleted. It's not just an absence of the minerals, but it's also what are the conditions in someone's life that is causing those minerals to be burned at such a quick rate. Yeah. We're, oh my we're God, not yet. <laughs> yeah. And you changed my life with your recommendation about those, um, the 
what is it? The Epsom bath salts? I think it is. I love Epsom salts so yeah, much. So I mean, because those have magnesium in it. Am I correct? Is that right? Yes, you are. So mm-hmm. there are many different types of magnesium, but the thing about magnesium is that it's needed for over 600 functions in the body. And we need different types of magnesium for different functions. Okay. So just so just one kind, but even still, um, it makes a difference and it makes a difference in the way our bodies can wind. Like I love an Epsom salt bath before bed because it helps you wind down. It helps your body relax. Magnesium is really important for relaxing muscles. So like if we, if we hear someone saying that they have a lot of like muscle cramps or they're really achy, we're going to look to magnesium immediately to see what is going on and are magnesium and calcium out of balance. Wait, do you know what I just realized? Like the last two days I have not been sleeping well. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, why am I not sleeping well? I slept so well this whole week. Every night I take a, a bath and with the magnesium bath salts or whatever. And last two nights I have not. And now I'm just literally, as we're talking, connecting the dots. I'm like, so funny. <laughs> that much? Like, could it possibly? Yeah. Yes, it can. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So we're kind of talking about like a healthy practice um, that everyone can integrate being a salt bath is there something else maria that you know even though mineral analysis is on an individual basis like we've said what are some practices that people can start to put into their routine um, regardless of of where they're kind of at and oh yeah such a good question there's so much that we can do and i think part of what I love to do is empower people to be in control of the things they can be in control of when it comes to their health. We're never going to be hundred percent healthy or hundred percent toxin free, but I would say the number one thing that people can do is pay attention to filtering your water, eating organic when you can, if it's not within your financial wheelhouse to eat organic for everything, then reference the EWG dirty dozen list and shop organic for that produce Um, make sure that your air is filtered. The products that you're using on your skin are non-toxic. The products that you're cleaning your home with are non-toxic. And even taking it a step further, the clothes that you're wearing or the furniture in your home, your mattress, for example, a lot of mattresses are treated with really harmful chemicals and, and, and flame retardants. And we are spending a third of our lifetime sleeping on these mattresses in direct contact with whatever kind of chemical fumes are coming off these mattresses that we can't even smell. We cannot feel, but they're making a profound effect on our health. Georgie, don't you have an insane mattress? (laughs) What kind of mattress do you have? You, Georgie's crazy story. (laughs) Like truly one of the like aha moments of, of me getting like way more into wellness. It wasn't a mattress. When Alex and I moved from Seattle to Portland, we got one of those like um, padded upholstered bed um headboards mm-hmm. and you know put it in our bedroom and went to sleep and two days later I woke up I was like fainting I couldn't walk myself to the bathroom I was vomiting I couldn't eat anything my like head was spinning I couldn't hear things I felt the strangest I've ever felt mm. and um I did a whole day like that and then we went to sleep again and then the next morning I was basically delirious and I drove myself unsafely to my mother-in-law's and just like fell on the couch and um, didn't eat for the whole day and so Alex is like my husband is trying to process like what's going on 
And we finally realized the one thing that had changed in our lives in the past three days was this headboard. And he got on um, Wayfair, I'm just gonna say it, and they are selling products that are illegal to sell in states that have higher regulations. So they're kidding. We could buy it in Oregon, but you can't buy, you know, this product in California. They had a whole script that they told him on the phone that, um, you know, he could get rid of it. He'll get a full refund. Um, and it was full of formaldehyde. So I had formaldehyde poisoning. That's this insane. Will, this podcast will not be sponsored by Wayfair. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, like in that moment, I was like, okay, if my adult body Crazy. After a few nights, you know, crashed, like what if a baby had been in that room and it, it really illuminated, like Maria, you're saying, you know, toxicity in our body is this accumulation. And so it's, it's not like hit you in the face, um, symptoms often, but this was enough of a toxin all at once to give me that powerful, like, look what happens to your body when things that don't work with it are in it Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah it just sent me on on a journey that we all are on and to your point Georgie it's like if you are if you're coming from a perfect place of health and you have an acute toxicity you're going to see it right away but most people are not balanced Mm -hmm. with their with their minerals with their detoxification pathways so it's like yes any little thing can set you over the edge but a lot of people are feeling the effects of chronic toxicity and have no idea because it's just been so normal for them for so long. Like this is just how they feel. And right. oftentimes you don't know how these things are affecting you until you cut them out. And then you have an exposure like you had, and it just, it gobsmacks you. Your body is like, what is going on? And all systems going haywire to try to detox. And it's incredible that you're so tuned in to your body and your environment that you could pinpoint exactly what that was. I hate to think about what would have happened if you'd slept on that thing for a month or two months. Yeah. Um, We're kind of in that realm right now, Maria. We've touched on a few things, Um, but what healthy living advice do you give your clients outside the nutritional realm? I know we talk a lot about food. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's very simple. I don't like to overwhelm people. We're not about absolutism. I truly believe that in life, we need to find balance between healthy living and then just living your life and not being worried and not being scared about what you're being exposed to and things like this. Stress is the number one cause of health problems in this country. Um, Not just the stress, the conventional types of stress, like deadlines and work and being overwhelmed, but the kind of stress that is created within our bodies because of what we're being exposed to environmentally. And I really love to work with people who want to attain that balance, who understand the principles of just getting outside, moving your body every day. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. We don't have to be doing hit five times a week. You shouldn't be doing high intensity training five times a week, FYI, but just working with the body and where we are. So really? sorry, we shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> no, it's, it. it causes, <laughs> it causes stress, especially <laughs> as women understanding our cycles as women is so profoundly important for the ways that our bodies function. There are certain times of the month that we should 
not be doing HIIT training at all, but we should be doing more stretching, doing more reflecting, more journaling, more yoga. Um, and it really, <laughs> what's that? Taking a nap. Like oh, yes. When, when you're in your, I am, I could nerd out about this all day, but like the way that your body is burning calories dramatically changes. So there's a point, you know, when you're actually menstruating where resting is burning more calories than oh. working out because of the way that your hormones like are, are functioning. Yeah. So that's another huge part of wellness. It's getting adequate rest. It's a combination of your diet, your rest, your exercise, their, your stress load. And then also, yes, supplementation. Our food source has been depleted nutritionally over the last 50 to 80 years. So when you think about the nutrition of your food, you want to understand that soil health is extremely important and is what dictates how nutritious our food is. Because of the rise of industrial, the industrial revolution and, and big agriculture, our soil is an ecosystem that has been decimated over the last hundred years. And so the, the produce that our grandparents were eating when they were, you know, when they were our age, vastly different nutritional composition than what we're eating now. So even if you are eating a whole foods, really um, clean diet that is as limited as possible for processed food, you're still likely to be nutrient deficient because of the nutritional content of our food. Now, there are some people who grow their own food. They have great quality soil. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about everyday, just conventional grocery store eating. So it really does matter that these, all of these tenets of health are in balance. It's not any one thing that's going to make you healthy, but a combination of having a balanced and healthy lifestyle, kind of going through those points that I just mentioned, um, just diet, rest, your movement, um, and stress reduction. It's huge. I think you bring up a really interesting point about supplementation too. I think like as a society, we don't really know what we're doing generally when it comes to supplements. Like you don't really like, you know what I mean? Influencers are selling supplements. You know, you're getting recommendations from friends who might have totally different things going on with their body than you have going on with your body. Yeah. Um, as a functional practitioner in training, um, is that something that you'll be able to help people, you know, pick the right supplements for them and really do, make educated decisions when it comes to picking supplements? 100%. Yeah. So as a certified HTMA coach, um, what we are looking at is not only your specific mineral levels individually, we're also looking at toxicity, um, heavy metal toxicity within your body, and also those key mineral relationships that tell us about your enzyme function, adrenal and thyroid health, liver health, cardiovascular function, nervous system health, your metabolic state, right? So your metabolism, how well your body is functioning overall. Right. Um, and if there's any underlying type of infection um, going on. And so when we're recommending supplements to our clients, we are specifically recommending things based on the data from their bodies. We're not just saying, take this and see how you feel. We're looking at what your body is either deficient in, in deficiency of, or in excess of, and finding balance because like I mentioned before, minerals and my, vitamins and minerals have antagonistic and synergistic relationships to break that down. What that means 
they either compete with the absorption or of one another, or they enhance the absorption of one another. So that's why I say when one is out of balance, it's very likely that there are many out of balance because they rely on each other um, to function within your cells. So yeah, supplementation is really tricky. I have a lot of people saying like, what should I be taking? And my answer is always the same. It's, I really don't know what you should specifically be taking. If you're talking about, if, if it was a perfect world and we were all, we knew we were balanced and we knew that we were within those acceptable reference ranges, then yeah, sure. Take a multi, a multi type of uh, right. mineral or vitamin supplement, but that is just not the case. So I can't stress it enough. If you're somebody who thinks that you could benefit from supplementation, having a hair tissue mineral test will tell you exactly what you need. And this is important too, because if your body's not using those minerals, it's excreting them. So mm-hmm. you're literally just throwing your money away and your time and then wondering yeah. why you're still not feeling well, or potentially putting yourself at greater imbalance because you could be giving yourself more of something you have too much of. I think that's a really great way of framing it for the new year too. You know, when people are trying to like get their finances in order and figure out like how they're going to spend their money this year and what their priorities are. It's like, you know, don't go through another year of just like blindly, you know, buying things and supplements and, you know, paying for things that might not help you, you know, Mm -hmm. it's probably smarter to make a decision right off the bat to get all the information about yourself and your body and your makeup from someone like you, Maria, and then make educated practical decisions. Yeah. I mean, personally, that made a huge difference for me when I did HTMA three years ago, I was taking supplements, but when we did my actual mineral analysis, the supplements that I should have been taking vastly changed because we actually had the information in front of us. And so it really helped tailor a program for me that I mean, within months I was feeling so much better and it's because I was giving my body exactly what it needed. So for those listening who might be thinking, you know, maybe I should talk to uh, Maria or someone from Omni Wellness, what are some buzzword symptoms that you might, might clue you in that they should um, have a consultation? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, if you are not feeling well, just generally you are fatigued, you have brain fog, you have anxiety, um, hormone issues, adult acne, um, fertility struggles. If you are somebody who has gut issues, um, if you have any kind of inflammatory skin issue, like eczema, psoriasis, if you have hormonal issues like PCOS, um, or really painful periods, um, just basically anything that would give you an idea that your body's not doing well. Insomnia is another huge one. If you're not sleeping well, if you feel overly stressed or overly overwhelmed, um, and you're, if you've ever said to yourself, I can't live like this, mm. it's time to see a functional practitioner. It, it, you owe it to yourself. You deserve to feel well. And also on the flip side of that, if you are a biohacker, if you're someone who like loves optimizing your wellness, you like to train your body, you like to see what your body can do. Um, you don't have to have symptoms to see a functional practitioner. Um, this is extremely preventative type of healthcare. Um, and so if you're someone who just wants to know what's going on in your body, take a baseline. This is perfect. It's non-invasive and it gives you a picture of I like to, I like to liken HTMA to, cause I get this question a lot. What's the difference between having a blood test and doing HTMA? A blood test shows you what's going on in your body at the time of the sample. Same with a urine sample, by the way, 
Mm-hmm. HTMA gives you um, a picture of what's been going on in your body. So it's giving you, um, it's showing you a trend. And so from that trend, we can say, okay, this is where you are now. This explains the symptoms that you have now. And we can see from that test where you're trending, where you are going. Mm-hmm. So it just gives us a different type of data to work with within your personal framework. I think what's so important that you just said, Maria, is like you laid out this list of things that I think all of us, even on this call, can be like, check, I have that. Right. But we normalize it. And especially mm-hmm. as women, like we normalize not feeling well, or we tell ourselves that it's not, you know, it's livable. Um, it's not a, a big of an issue as right, we, yeah. um, we, we can't complain about it. Like, w- in our country, we're so stressed out that chronic, just like poor health is so normalized. Mm-hmm. And I love that you said even something like you're not sleeping well. I had a dear friend diagnosed with psoriasis really. And I'm thinking like all these tiny things are our body telling us help. Like I yes. can do better. I can do better for you, but we don't stop. We don't think about the tools to change that. Yeah. And it's just such an important thing to continue to hear. I think Absolutely. a lot of look for a quick fix and this is more nuanced, thoughtful approach to health and wellness than just like yes. you know, going yes. on just being like, well, this sounds like a supplement that might help me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I want to, um, I want to touch on something that both of you just said. One is that Georgie, you could not be more right. Common does not equal normal. And so a lot of what we see is very common, but it's not normal if you understand what a healthy body does functionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially as moms, I would say that if you've had a baby, and this is so important because postnatal depletion is now something that I'm seeing coming into the mainstream narrative that I think every single mother needs to hear. Pregnancy is a major stress on the body. So is labor and delivery. And we are seeing an inordinate amount of women postpartum who are not only feeling exhausted because, yeah, we're not sleeping very well. We know that, right? We know that element of having a baby is you're going to lose some sleep. But there are other things that are happening to our bodies that really can be attributed to postnatal depletion. Because like I mentioned before, when your body goes through something stressful, it it burns those minerals. What your body is doing is trying to keep itself at a state of balance and functionality. So it's getting rid of whatever it can. It's throwing energy um, at the problem basically. And any woman who's had a child, please take a look into functional testing and looking at what your minerals are. Our bodies are required to do so much to not only grow a baby, um, your your body is taking nutrients from you to grow this child. So let that sink in for a minute. You have nine months of your body borrowing nutrients, borrowing cells to grow somebody else. And then when that baby is in the world, your body is continuing to borrow nutrients from your body to create food for that baby. So it is no wonder that we see such a we've seen such a sharp rise in postpartum depression diagnoses and postpartum anxiety. Um, We are severely depleted and not supported. So that's definitely common does not equal normal. And we don't think of certain things as stressors when they are. Um, 
And then Joan, to your point, it's, you know, you can't just, you can't just, um, take any supplement to see how you're going to feel. Um, a lot of the symptoms that we've talked about and that we see in our clients, yeah, they're common, but there are ways to fix these and heal the body on a root cause level. It's not just masking a symptom to be rid of that symptom. It is helping your body come back into balance and heal for long-term health, not short-term solutions. And you cannot supplement your way out of poor habits. I can't stress that enough. So this process is, it really does take time. When you think about toxic buildup and you think about mineral imbalance and you think about imbalance in the body, if you're say in your thirties, it's taking you three decades to get there. It's going to take time to get you back into a place of homeostasis, which is just balance. Mm -hmm. So you do need to make that commitment to yourself to not only supplement, but to do all of the other things that we've kind of touched on in terms of lifestyle and decreasing your toxic toxin load. Um, because you can't just live poorly, treat your body like crap and take supplements and expect to feel good. That's not going to work. Bria, we could talk to you for like four hours. So we could do like a podcast special. I would love to. I would love to. I would too, honestly. Maybe that's in our future. (laughs) Can we hit you with some rapid rapid fire questions, Maria? Bring it on, baby. Let's do it. Okay. So what is a low cost way for people to prioritize their health as they start 2023? Okay. Um, Get early morning light. Move your body every single day love your lymphatic system and avoid seed oils at all costs. Seed oils? Seed oils. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Um, next one. Will you share your favorite go-to weeknight meal and why you love it? Okay. So first I do have to preface that my husband is a chef. So I love oh my God. It's unfair. Meal. <laughs> Whatever weeknight meal is there. I love it. Um, yeah. and it's because it's delicious, but we tend to, um, for dinner time, we really love putting together like um, kind of if you've ever been to Kaba, like Kaba style bowls where you have greens, you have protein, you have lentils, you have, you know, your greens and just um, dinner time tends to be a little bit on the lighter side of the meals that we're eating just because we feel better when we're not like stuffed before dinner time. It actually helps your body fall into like deeper sleep. So Weeknight meal is usually pretty light, but it is very balanced. It's vegetable heavy first, um, veggie and protein heavy, um, things that'll keep you full through the night. Um, and I also love soup. Any type of soup as a weeknight meal is fantastic because it's packed with nutrients and it's really not hard to digest. Mm. I'm on a big soup kick lately. Love soup it. is delicious. Soup is life. <laughs> um we talked about moms a little bit. So what advice do you have for parents trying to raise healthy kids with good habits? Ooh, um, don't be afraid to empower your children to make healthy choices. There is a discussion around, especially when it comes to food and kids, um, that, that restriction is not healthy. And I will say that there is a very, very fine line between restricting your child and only providing your child with nutrients and foods that are going to help their bodies function in a healthy way. There is never 
too early a time to speak to your kids about health and wellness. And so I would just say, just be empowered, go with your gut. You do not have to listen to all of the noise surrounding, you know, surrounding parenting. There are lots and lots of opinions, Um, but you know, what's best for your child period. The end as mothers, our children are living extensions of our own cells outside of our body. You are fiercely connected to them. So just feel empowered in what you're teaching them and don't be afraid to tell them why certain things are not good for their bodies. I have a five-year-old who the other night we had people over for dinner and they brought some, they brought some cookies and one of them had pink frosting. And he says, I just want to try a little bit, but not a big piece because I don't eat artificial diet. It's not good for your body. And I was so freaking proud of him. I was so proud of him because we, then we had a moment where it was like, yeah, absolutely. You can try it and enjoy it. And there's no guilt and there's no shame. We don't talk about foods as bad food. Like we don't give food morality, but we do say like, Hey, certain foods have an effect on your body. And here's, here's what it is. And talk to them in terms they can understand. We're not going to be speaking in a complicated way to our kids about it, but we can say like, we don't eat too much sugar because it makes the inside of your body really puffy. And when your body's really puffy, it can't be strong. So just feel empowered to talk to them in a way that makes sense. And don't be afraid to talk to your kids about health and wellness. When we look at, um, how many young people, not even adults, but young people are suffering from certain types of autoimmune diseases or metabolic syndromes. I say there's never too early a time. And just given that one in three adults suffers from metabolic syndrome, the best gift you will be giving your child is to teach them about wellness while they're young. um, So that these are just tenants that they're growing up knowing. Mm -hmm. I love that. I feel like we're making the like swing towards. Yeah health and food and nutrition, like starting young with um, Mm -hmm. just myself, you know, starting to feed a baby real food. And there is knowledge and research and data around how to um, nutritionally support a a baby with whole foods different than when we were raised and like it was purees and you don't know what was in them. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like we're going in a positive direction with that, which Mm -hmm you know, overall, hopefully we're getting to grow a generation that isn't chronically unwell and isn't chronically stressed in the way that, that we're kind of undoing that work. Amen to that. Thank you. This was awesome. Thank Maria. you so, so much for having excited me. Excited for our listeners to get to hear this. Ever like as we're at, doing this live, I'm like, oh my god, this is going to blow up. It's such a good I episode. cannot wait. Um, and you know, I just want to share that even if you're someone who's not ready to do functional testing, seek out different ways to understand your body and listen to yourself. If you feel that you are not well, it doesn't matter if someone else has told you that you're not well, listen to that. Georgie said it best during this podcast, all these little symptoms are your body telling you something. And over time, this, these are the things that lead to disease. So if you do not have a diagnosed disease and you're experiencing really uncomfortable symptoms, you owe it to yourself to feel well, explore it. Um, please reach out to me, Victoria at Omni Wellness. We are so happy to connect people to their innate ability to optimize their wellness. You know, nobody has an authority over your body, but you, I cannot stress it enough. If anybody is telling you that they know best for your body, find somebody else, you know, best for your body. And I think the job of a wellness practitioner is to be a guide and to be a resource and to connect you to the things that make sense. 
um, that are, that have resonance with you and what you know your body needs. Mm, Such a gift, such a gift to give. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me gals. This was fun. (laughs) Thank you. This has been so much fun. Thank you for having me on really, really quick before we say our goodbyes. I want to share that Victoria and I are launching a program next month called revive. We are going to help you build healthy habits month by month and teach you about your body. So this is basically like a cheat sheet for busy people who want to know about wellness, but don't have time to learn about wellness. We have created the program for you. And it's especially great if you're someone who's not quite ready to invest in functional testing, but you want to create better lifestyle habits and learn about your body. You can find me on Instagram at livewellcurious. I am so excited to connect with all of you this year. And Joan and Georgie, you're incredible. I'm so proud of what you're doing. This is one of my favorite podcasts, and I'm so happy to be here and be part of this. Thank you again. Bye.